Okay, San Francisco, damn, I thank you for tuning in. Didi LaFrac, keep it real, won't you tell it like it is. Bohemian woman up in San Francisco, talking life plenty convo. Super honest, you already know, the dopest, coolest podcast, yo. Yeah, sharing her life, her stories, I hope you ready, sit back, relax. The sexiest woman is Bohemian Trophy Widow, Didi LaFrac, Hey. <laughs> That's today's episode of the San Francisco Dam Podcast with sexist womanist bohemian Didi LaFrac. Remember to join us tomorrow for another episode. This podcast is brought to you by our sponsors. Head over to SanFranciscoDam.com for more sponsorship information. Thank you for subscribing and listening. Hi, everybody. It's Didi. Welcome to San Francisco Dam. It is Wednesday, September 28th. Where has the time gone? Guys, the seasons have totally changed here. I felt the shift. And you know when seasons change, when your pets start trying to get more love, they're using you as a hot water bottle, they're using you as a water bed. That's how you know when the seasons change, when those pets try to have you be their human pillow. Now, I'm here to talk about something that is infecting America, and I'll specifically talk about my culture, and I'll give you a positive reinforcement at the end on how it could be fixed. I'm talking about the utter disaster of fatherlessness. A disaster is like a disruption of a community. And when I say fatherlessness, I'm talking about mass fatherlessness, like for generations. A generation is about 20 years, but with my people, a generation is like 16 years. I'm being kind of sarcastic, but not really. So let's just say a generation is 20 years. Now, my community has 60 years. That's three generations of having a fatherless disaster. Speaking about this, it makes some people uncomfortable, especially the people who lack empathy and lack emotional intelligence. I have known some black people who would be very upset with me here in San Francisco during my youth when I was the wild and crazy psychodramatic performance artist. I called myself a performance art goddess. I had all these wonderful shows where it was psychodramatic stuff. I'm talking about my childhood, how I was raised. I didn't go really specifically, but the whole idea of being unprotected by the black patriarchy and having a father that abdicated his patriarchy. No, don't worry, I'm not going to give you any tragic stories. I'm not going to start crying. I'm not going to, you know, use the N-word. I never do that. If you are new, what I'm here to tell you is for the black American community, I feel the culture is collapsing. It's collapsing. I do have solutions. It is collapsing, and it should collapse. It is, it's got a base of black male worship. That is, and this is my perspective, and by the way, new listeners, when I start talking about this, people, they clutch up, clutch their pearls, start clenching their bottom. My favorite artist, my father figure is Stevie Wonder. Stevie Wonder is like a fabric. Stevie Wonder is like my father. He is like my father. If I hadn't been raised on his music and I hadn't delved into his music and clutched at 
holding on to his music during those formative years when my father wasn't around, I probably wouldn't be talking to you right now. I like to, I'm, I'm always invoking Stevie Wonder. When I'm doing my performance art shows, some black people got so upset. There's this theater woman, I'm not going to name her. I wasn't really part of her clique. She, sometimes I'd be part of her clique, but she didn't like that I focused on my POV as a fatherless artist. Now, black people protect black males typically uh, at all costs. In other cultures, the woman is being coddled, protected. She's the princess. In the black American community, generally, the male is the protected princess. The gender role reversal is pretty much complete, which is why we're having the collapse right now. And it is a disaster. So when one, like me, an enlightened woman, when we bring up 60 years of fatherlessness and state the facts, black people can't admit how bad it is. They can't admit what our culture has lost. They can't admit how children are being deprived by not having that extra set of eyeballs, by not having that extra dedicated love, by not having a dad who loves and care about you. You know, we, I feel that the mom, the mom is like the earth. Mothers are like the earth. We're, we're walking on the shoulders of our mothers. We came out of her body. We have a biological genetic connection. We were connected from our umbilical cord to mom, that you can't beat that. And the dad is the wind and the sun and the rain. Now, you can't have a garden without the wind and the sun and the rain, and it is called a cactus. It is called a desert, a desert without the dad. Now, I'm motivated to make this show because I went down a rabbit hole on Twitter, I know, and I'm not going to do it. I'm like, that's it. That's it for the rest of the year. I'm going to leave black Twitter alone because it is a mentally ill space where you have these black males, they'll come talking about blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, uh, fatherlessness. And, and then they, they always blame the woman for having the children. It's simple. If you don't want to make a baby, go get a vasectomy. If you don't want the woman to get pregnant, use a condom. If you really don't want her to not get pregnant, don't have sex with her. There is a abdication of responsibility in general. When I say in general, I'm talking most two-thirds, 75% of black homes are led by women, 75% of black children are born outside of marriage. I know some of you are listening, you're like, white people do this. They're, in Europe, they're, the people don't get married, and they live in the home. We're talking about black America. See, when I'm talking to my Negroes, I, I start saying right off the bat, don't bring white people into this conversation. Some black people are so in denial and so scared of personal accountability when you are having a conversation with them about something serious, they invoke white people to gaslight you and get you off the topic. It's either white people or hair weaves. I know, is that crazy? Oh, the black woman's hair weave, that's why we got the fatherless epidemic. Oh, the white man, that's why we got the fatherless epidemic. So let, let, okay, so 
the white man and the black woman made these black males stick their uh, private parts into a woman, choose not to marry her, choose not to be in the home raising her children, choose not to protect, lead, provide, clear the communities. So they have no responsibility. They're just helpless little boys, and everybody else is treating them so bad, even though they're protected, honored, and elevated in this trashed-out community. I know I'm venting right now. I should not have went down that Twitter rabbit hole. And I won't be going. Hey, I'm going to leave Black Twitter alone for the rest of 2022 because it's a dysfunctional, toxic place with no personal responsibility. There is a little fatherless, segregated dude, and we were talking about the fatherless thing. And of course, y'all, you know what they do when you say, oh, well, where's the black fathers? I'm going to put a pin in the fatherless Twitter dude. I was downtown San Fran Fentanyl at my favorite spot, uh, 4th at Market, and then at Powell at Market, where the cable car turnaround is. And there was a BLM, you know BLM, by large mansions. There was a B, BLM, by large mansions stall, where they were selling their, their uh, propaganda. Yeah. And so I was talking to this older, uh, older man. I'm going to call him a man, not a male older black man, and we started talking. He's a white man, white man, white man. Uh, my eyes roll in the back of my head. They can't have a conversation without talking about white man, which makes me think that a lot of them are down low and they got white penis on their brain. But anyway, I said, so tell me, we have this 60-year fatherless epidemic, which we do. Where are all the older black men? Why aren't they in the homes? Why aren't they leading the communities? Why aren't they guiding? You know, this guy told me they're in jail. So you're telling me that all the older black men who have abdicated uh, their paternal responsibilities and abdicated masculinity are not leading, providing, protecting, cleaning the communities, mentoring these fatherless thugs. You're telling me that they're all in jail. Y'all, I just can't. I can't. So the Twitter dude, you know, I laid out the facts, fatherlessness, blah, blah, blah. I'd rather be happy than right, but when you're right, you're right. You know what this little Twitter dude, uh, he's like, oh, yeah, trans look better than black women. Black women spend all their money on weaves. Are you listening? They always bring up beautification and comparing us with women of other, and even trans. They're, they're now trying to compare us to biologically born males to take the focus off of the paternal abdication happening in the black community. It is a disaster. The solution? Young black women are now, there is a movement, I've told some of you this already, there's a movement called Divest. Divest is pretty much, well, what I teach and what I've been doing, Divest, the dictionary definition of divestment is withdrawing your resources, pulling your resources out. Well, that's what the smart black women are doing. They are not laying up and getting pregnant with males. I might say, I love you, let's have this baby, which is what happens most of the time. I love you, let's have a baby. And those girls are fatherless themselves. And I think, oh my God, I found a daddy figure and a daddy. And they think they're going to have a home. And that guy's like, are you kidding? I didn't want to raise them kids. That is the black community. Younger black women, the Zennials, the Zooms, they get it. 
They studied women like me. They're on TikTok telling you, if you think I'm loyal to these males, you got another thing coming. I have my passport. I'm getting out there traveling. I'm not going to have any kids. Ten years from now, the black American community is going to look like uh, Meghan Markle. You will have a permanent underclass of some black women who just don't learn and keep popping out uh, these fatherless kids from males who really don't like kids. So the younger women are either going to interracially date, mate, and marry or be celibate and not have any kids. But the days of black women being blindly loyal to black males, uh, protecting them, defending them, calling them kings and all that, this is the last gasp of that. It's the last gasp. We can't ignore the Asian hate crimes. We can't ignore the looting. We can't ignore the the cause of death for most male rappers is another black male killing them. We cannot ignore that. I know, just saying that. I can't fix it. I'm a woman. The only thing that's going to fix the black community is the black women divesting or the black males galvanizing and fixing it. If that doesn't happen, if they don't get it together, stop blaming black women, stop blaming white men, get it together, lead, provide, protect, clear the communities, mentor the young boys. It's a wrap. It's a wrap. It is a wrap. So what's for dinner? I'm trying to decide what I'm going to cook. Hmm. Lately, I'm enjoying cabbage. Do you guys cook cabbage? I know I've stayed away from cabbage for a long time. Cabbage, it cooks down very easy. It's very good for you. Cabbage is one of the best things you could eat. I think I might have some chicken thighs and cabbage. Maybe I'll make like a um, a curry thing. I do love curry. I love my spices. Guys, thank you for listening. I appreciate you. I love you. I am Dee Dee Dam. I trust my vibe. San Francisco Dam.